Welcome to James Ames Business with Chartered Management Accountant James Fairchild. Hello, James Fairchild here. Firstly, my apologies for not producing an episode for several weeks. Put bluntly, I have been very busy working with existing clients, helping guide people through the strange world in which we find ourselves. This episode is aimed at people whose roles, positions, jobs may be at risk as a result of the pandemic or otherwise. And we're looking at redundancy and the possibility of starting your own business. Now this topic, perhaps more than many others, is something upon which you really should get some proper, unbiased, specific, detailed advice. Because this genuinely is life-changing, and whilst the rewards may be what you hope, there are lots of practical considerations to consider. Let's get on with it. So, we are in a pandemic. You can see that things are changing at your workplace. You don't like some of the changes. Obviously, you understand, as much as any of us can, what is going on in the wider country in terms of politics and people's changing attitudes and so on. And perhaps you hear a rumour that your workplace is considering making people redundant or taking stock of uh, of people and headcount and such like. So you may well have some thoughts already about how your own future business might look, what it might do, and so on and so forth. Now, The first thing I'm going to suggest is to bide your time. It may well be that if you can hang in there for a little while longer, that there may well be some kind of voluntary redundancy or compulsory redundancy scheme that you are eligible for that may result in you receiving some kind of a payment. Again, There's no point in rushing your decision to leave if, say, you know your mortgage fixed term expires in a couple of months' time and you need to renew it or with a different product or so on. So it may be that continuing business as usual, carrying on working for your employer is the right thing to do for four, five, six months, if you have that luxury. Again, something that could be worth considering, if you get, say, a bonus at the end of a financial year, or certain other grades, bands, whatever, are going to increase at a certain point coming up, then it may be prudent to wait just for a little while 
until you've done whatever you need to do to get over that, that threshold. And if you don't already, it may well be that now is the time to make friends on LinkedIn and Facebook and Twitter with people in your industry. I'll come back to that in a moment. It's also worth being familiar with the contents of your employment contract and various policies that go with that. For example, if you are either selected for compulsory redundancy or if you apply for and are granted voluntary redundancy, is there a gardening leave period? Is there a non-compete clause? Are there clauses you need to be aware of around your previous company's proprietary information, contacts perhaps? Incidentally, on the subject of contacts, it may well be improper for you to take names and telephone numbers of clients of your previous employer. But if it happens that you have some of those people on your socials and you put a post up saying, I started my new business selling widgets and somebody then contacts you and says that we would like to buy from you, that may well be okay. Although this is most definitely a point to take advice on. Another point, which is very important indeed, is your business plan. It is vital to consider in detail where income might come from. It may well be that there is a product that you can get or a service you can supply, and you know that there are people who want that service. But unless you're pretty sure that they're going to take that service or product from you, it means nothing. So know your customers, know your potential customers, know the costs of your new business. It's no good being in the situation where you have a strong lead for work and you need to take a flight or a train to another country or the other end of this country for there to be no money in the bank. And on the subject of money, we all need money to live. So do some personal budgeting as well. How much does your monthly family shop cost, your mortgage, your utilities, all of the various other essential family costs that we all have? And how might those costs be covered in the first six months of you running a business when there may well be no money to pay you a salary. And as I say, in addition, you will also need to fund certain aspects of your new business. If you need to buy a £2,000 laptop, then it's not going to fall out of the sky. Some money or a credit line needs to be used to create that. And again, this is where having a detailed business plan showing 
different levels of output, whether it's actual products we're talking about or services, and maybe even thinking about some kind of a stopgap or a backup plan. For example, I read in the news that earlier in uh, lockdown, one of the stars of the West End musical Les Miserables was uh, delivering groceries for a well-known supermarket chain instead of playing the lead role. And obviously, whatever the circumstances were, I'm sure that the additional something to fall back on was something that was appreciated. There's lots of free advice out there, some good, some bad, about building a business plan and about sourcing leads, converting leads, and so on. And obviously you'll read a lot of content, some which will be good, some will be average. And I would suggest that probably the most important thing is to know your numbers. You know, whatever it is you might be doing, unless it's going to make you enough profit in the short term, in the medium term, enough profit to live on, and hopefully in the longer term, enough profit to really create something worthwhile, then consider carefully whether it is worth doing. Any high street accountant would, I'm sure, be very happy to give you some advice on this type of matter. Or if you'd like to contact me, you're very welcome to send an email to media at weeklyfd.com. And if you include your contact details, I would be happy to give you a free, no obligation telephone call to discuss a few things. If you are in this kind of situation, Obviously, as I say, think carefully. You do have my thoughts for what may well be an unpleasant time in the short term. But do your business plan properly. Know your numbers. Know where and how you're going to get customers. And it may be that your business idea succeeds. Thank you for listening. I'm James Fairchild. The contents of this podcast gives general case information which, whilst believed valid at the time of recording, can change and may not be the appropriate decision for your actual circumstances. You are advised to seek specific advice from an accountant, solicitor, financial advisor or other professional as the case may be. The author, creator and the various podcast apps or websites have no liability for any reliance on the content herein. The content is aimed principally at England and may differ for the rest of the British Isles. 